Welcome to Five Shot Friday. I'm Bart, and this is Sunny. Take it away, Sunny. <laughs> Thanks, Bart. I thought you were going to make me say my name for a second there. <laughs> I thought about it. I, I thought so. All right, here is your weekly dose of Five Shot Friday. Let's dive in. Go. All right. First topic. Are you, quote unquote, shooting all over yourself? That's a good one. Now, some of this is paraphrased from some audio. We recently revisited the Unleash the Power Within audiobook by Tony Robbins on Audible. And it's kind of a quick, as I put in quotation marks, um, five-hour listen but oh man, Tony is the master at getting you fired up and ready to conquer the world. He begins by talking about how we can truly live the life of our dreams. We can get up early with a strong passion for living. We can be as fit, healthy, and strong as we can possibly imagine. We can have the positive impact we desire for our family and friends, and we can be truly happy every day. And the best part is we all have that capability. Amen. So it's not impossible. What we do is we keep ourselves from engaging the actual parts of ourselves that make things a must instead of a should. And I think I can attest to this that we all have a lot of shoulds. At least I do. For example, I should eat healthier. I should follow through with insert whatever you know you should be following through with. <laughs> I should spend more time with my family. I should practice doing something I love every day. I should, I should, I should, and so on and so on and so on. When we don't actually do any So what of it. you're saying is you've been all shooting yourself all the time then. <laughs> yep. Dang it. That is what Tony calls shitting all over ourselves. <laughs> so if we truly want to live a life full of passion, happiness, and pleasure, which I would say we all do, don't we? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> We've got to turn those shoulds into musts. Sometimes this can happen when we finally had enough and we choose to make the shift and we finally do it. For example, I didn't put this in the newsletter, but I wanted to get my body in shape and I tried by myself for a long time and I kept thinking I was making progress. And then when I actually took some photos of myself, I, I was surprised that I really hadn't been. So I um, expressed my what desire to Bart and he got a coach for me. So then I went on this fitness journey with a coach, but still I really wasn't hitting my goals the way I wanted to. So once again, I finally had enough and I signed up for a bikini competition. And that is what finally got me there. But it was all the time I should do this, I should do this, I should do this. But then it finally became a must because I was going to step on that stage. Yeah. I would just want everybody to know too is how proud I was because Sunny would hit roadblock after roadblock in this category. And if you're a significant other, there's nothing harder than to see the person you love struggle with something that they desire so much. But the beautiful part of it was Sunny has this ability to just know that she can get there and she didn't quit. She reset some priorities in different ways. She tackled it in a different way. And I think the last time I was finally like, hey, look, you know you don't have to do this. And she looked at me square in the eyes and said, you wouldn't accept anything less. I'm like, okay, you wouldn't do it if it was you. I'm like, okay. And uh, she pushed through and uh, she did it. And not only did she do it, I mean, 
happy to send some photos. I mean, <laughs> damn, it was awesome. <laughs> and of course, I had your support and you'd been through it, which was also super helpful in keeping my mind where it needed to be. And, you know, Bart, even there at the very end, made sure that I got my lifting in by coming with me and just making sure that I accomplished my goals, which is awesome, too. I also made sure that that bikini looked good on her a lot. <laughs> yeah. And I did have even, you know, one more big monumental climb I had to do because I was planning on doing my show in June. And I went to do some posing practice at my coach's house with his wife. And they both looked at me and they're like, uh, you're not ready. Like you can either quit or you're going to have, well, actually they didn't tell me I could quit. They said, you're going to have to push to August show. And my mind was like, that's my whole summer. Now I'm going to be doing cardio twice a day, lifting hard and eating the meal plans, which were pretty small by then all summer long. But it's like when you climb the top of a mountain and there's just that last little peak, like I couldn't just not do it, right? That was a must for me. Yeah, but there's a lot of people <laughs> that turn around and say, I'll climb it next time. <laughs> exactly. In fact, my coach kind of indicated that's what usually happens. Yeah. They don't follow through with it. So I did have an amazing support system. Yeah, good. All right, so Tony goes into more in-depth um, on how to stop shitting all over yourself by raising your standards. And that means you do things because of who you want to become and you don't settle for anything less. So I put a link here if you want to check out the audio. Go listen. It's awesome. But also kind of a side note here. Last week, we talked about the Solomon Paradox. And it's the exact same principle. Different story. And we've been noticing patterns a lot more lately in the fact that if a principle works, you're going to find it everywhere. But maybe the story that leads you into it is just a little different, but it is the exact same thing. Amen. Okay, we're going to go talk a little bit about business and profit. Hmm, I never get to talk about this. Let's go. (laughs) This is a sneaky little hack for making your content better than your competitors. Or your products. Sneaky. Here we go. Is it a secret? It's our little secret. (laughs) If you're an info or e-commerce entrepreneur, there's a secret little hack you can do to make your products stand heads and tails above your competitors. Are you ready? So ready. Can you guess what it is? Um, I'm putting part on the... (laughs) Nope. Hot seat here. All right. The gold is in the reviews. Very cool. Yep. So here's an example. If you're creating a course or writing a book, go to Amazon and look at all the books that are in the category of the book or course you are creating. You're going to want to, you know how they give you the preview of the table of contents. Check that out. See if there's something you may be missing because chances are you might be without even thinking about it. Then read the reviews. If there are questions people still have, comments complaining that something wasn't clear or maybe that a whole topic was missed completely, you can be sure to include them in your stuff. And another cool thing is you can also use the language from the reviews in your marketing. We're not talking about plagiarism of any kind or even like taking the the whole uh, review and putting it on yours. We're saying look for keywords from the challenges people were facing when they bought the book. Do they mention any emotions, struggles, issues? Like become a detective and dive deep into all of the challenges and even all the celebrations that they are stating in their words and include those keywords in your sales copy. So good. And even if you have an existing product, 
go look at your reviews and it'll tell you what needs to be fixed. And, or if you do a revision, how to refi- how to fix them all. Amen. I didn't see that. You're just always thinking one step ahead, aren't you? No. And then you can do the exact same thing with an e-commerce product. So read the reviews of competitors' products, especially if you're develop- in development. Look for where the product is falling short and fix that problem. Make yours better. Solve the problems your competitors' products or services aren't solving. Because at the end of the day, people buy products or services because they solve problems for them. Make yours the best solution. And same thing goes there too. If you've already got a product and you're getting some bad reviews and they are actually legitimate, do your best to get those fixed as soon as possible or someone else will. Yeah. Anything else you'd like to add? No, I think that's absolutely awesome and you're dead on. I was... I wasn't thinking at the beginning of a, a brand new product and creation. Um, but yeah, if you have, even if you have existing products, you should be going through this process. And the other thing is, is that if you don't have reviews on your site, you're missing sales because a lot of people buy products because of reviews. Like I don't buy any product, generally speaking today, without going reading what people are saying about it. So then that helps me know what to look for, what they're missing, or if it's this or that or the other. So if you don't have them on your website, it's like not having a frequently asked questions page. Most people don't realize the most, the second most visited page on a site is FAQs because people want to know what they should be asking and we don't do that. And so all of a sudden they miss a lot of opportunity, but I always go look at the FAQs because that way it answers so many things that I, I was thinking about. And even if you go Google something, it'll have all these drop downs and they're all the FAQs about certain things. So, so it just tells you what you need to be doing there. Reviews are critical because the reviews end up helping you sell more product. Also, if they're reviewing the product, that it's awesome. Epic. Good, good, good. Okay, we're going to go into our next topic. This is another week where I feel like we're flying through things, but that's okay. I love that. Why not? We're gonna we're gonna switch gears here and get a little sexy. Ooh. I hope you're ready. Oh, sexy. Well, let's let's see. Okay. So, familiar with love languages? Did you know you have a specific language for intimacy as well? Damn. Game changer. Game changer. So, we've talked quite a bit about the five love languages in the past, and it seems like the idea of love languages is pretty mainstream these days. Like, probably 90% of the people we talk to already know their love language, and they know their partner's love language, and they even know their kids' love languages, right? So most people understand that problems and challenges can arise in our relationships when we don't understand that our partner gives and receives love differently than we do. In a nutshell, in case by some chance you haven't heard of it, if we give love the way we, we receive love to our partners, they may not feel loved simply because they give and receive love differently than we give it. It's kind of a mouthful, but I think you get the gist right. Mm-hmm. When we understand this, we can start to show love in our partner's language and vice versa. And all of a sudden you've got a loving relationship where before there was some frustration because nobody felt felt loved. Yeah. And I think here's the misnomer in this that we've kind of had happen is we look at that as for couples, but <clears throat> this works in any relationship, intimate or not. If you're having a bad partner or bad uh, problem with one of your children, yeah. A lot of the times it comes down to the love language or how the child is being shown love by you. So therefore, if you go have them take this profile, you understand how to love them on a different category. 
And that could be your parents, that could be a friend, that could be an employee, which is crazy, I know, to think about. But at the end of the day, everybody has a little sign around their neck that says, make me feel important. And that being said, you could replace that with make me feel loved. And when they're loved in a certain way that they like to be loved, then things change dramatically in how they look and react. Yeah, it's crazy. And I didn't put that link in here, but if you don't know what the love languages are, just Google it. You'll see all kinds of things there. Um, the quiz is online for free. You can go check out your love language and have everybody in your life do the same. <laughs> and mine's gifts, in case you were wondering. So uh, my address is... <laughs> all right, but here's the big drum roll. We just discovered that it is the same when it comes to intimacy. And when I say intimacy, we all know what I'm saying, right? <laughs> okay, there are five different ways or what they call blueprints in which we give and receive intimacy. Couples who struggle with quote unquote compatibility issues or desire issues between each other may simply not realize this. I even heard a statement that basically said, see if I can say it right, but if you're tired or have a low desire or don't enjoy sex, it might just be you don't enjoy the sex that you're getting. It's not that you don't enjoy it. Amen. So true. Um, so I did say we'd list them all out in, I couldn't list them all out in the newsletter because it's going to get flagged if I do that. Um, and I don't know if I can remember them off the top of my head, but I'm going to try. So you've got energetic, you've got shapeshifter, you've got kink, you've got sensual. Uh, what's the other one? Sexual. And that's just oh, that's, visual. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's the culture's definition of yeah, yeah. what sex sexual is all about, right? Yep. So there's five different ways. And once you understand your blueprint and your partner understands your blueprint and vice versa, you can really start to take your relationship to another level. Your intimacy. Your intimacy to another level, which is absolutely amazing. Um, we took a deep dive into this principle this week with Jay. Wait, I think it's Jaya. Her name is Jaya and her erotic blueprint program. You can take a short quiz to see what your erotic blueprint is and your partner can do the same. And then you can start to work together to meet each other in ways that are pleasurable and exciting for both of you. How cool is that? You know, I, beyond cool, in my opinion, because the, the craziest part I find in life is, in relationship is a lot of the times, so I mean, you guys, I think I've told this story before, so I'll just tell it again. But I mean, I was going on trips all over the world, bringing home Sunny all these gifts and just all these beautiful high end purses. Yeah, like all sorts of stuff. I mean, I always just, I couldn't come home without trying to find something for my kids and this, and that, and the other. And Sunny, you know, would basically, we had a, a chest at the end of our bed, and they all just hid in that chest. In fact, they're still in a cupboard, most of them, you know, and I, I always is like, what in the world? Like I'm showing her so much love, but she just doesn't love me. And I would be always like expecting gifts from her. And I never, ever, not ever, that's kind of dramatic, but I mean, I wouldn't get these certain gifts. And uh, one day when we figured out the love languages, maybe we were just slow to it. I don't know. But when we figured it out and we took our tests and I found out that hers was acts of kindness, I was like, no wonder she does so much for me all the time. Holy shit, she's doing this, she's doing that. See, I wasn't even understanding that she loved me so much and vice versa 
because we were showing each other how we loved each other in our own love language. So instead of showing them in the love language that they wanted. So this causes conflict and can even cause divorce when reality is you're both love each other so freaking much. Just a miscommunication. And that's what I find in intimacy, right? Is the, you can have these struggles and lifetime struggles over these things, but reality is you both are so attracted to each other. It's ridiculous. Right. And yet you're fighting over these things that you're like, no, you don't love me or no, it's this. And it's like, I had no idea you had an erotic blueprint. Oh my gosh, I'm happy to do that. Exactly. And then all of a sudden magic happens. And just like when we started to do the love languages for each other and do things, I was like, oh, so nice. I love this gift so much. <laughs> and I can tell you so many amazing gifts that Sunny has given me down. Like it's my birthday tomorrow. So like she bought me a Marilyn Monroe pin. I still have it to this day. I still love it. I still worship it because she knew I love Marilyn Monroe. She knows I love that. I love Mont Blanc pin. She put it all together. Huge surprise. But yet every time I see it, I'm just like, oh, this is my sunny. And when it's in my hands, you know, it's a really cool thing. So I think that's the cool part about understanding things like this is that it gives you the capacity to go to a level and show that love the way that that person desires it, which unlocks so many cool things, even though you've been trying and trying, like you could be to the point where like, we're just incompatible. We're just not going to have a love life. We're just going to avoid all this. Screw it. It just doesn't work. Lots of frustration, right? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So you can take the quiz online. Um, the link that I put here is for one that costs $17, but it does give you a better analysis of your erotic blueprint because it also shows where the other four fall into your personality. So you may have a high percentage of another and you wouldn't know that unless you took the $17 quiz. So it's really interesting and it's been really fun for me to see what mine is and what Bart's is and then all of our percentages and then just we get to start working on it. Yay. We get to start playing on it. Nice. <laughs> so the link is there if you'd like to go check it out. And now we're to our quick bullet updates of what we're up to. First and foremost, Bart's birthday is this Saturday, which is tomorrow. We love to celebrate Bart. So if you know him or you're connected to him on social media, be awesome if you could send him a quick happy birthday. Thank you. Um, we are officially working on doing yoga together this year. We plan on doing yoga three days a week and probably pickleball three days a week. So we're really excited to start this new journey together. Yeah, I'm beyond excited. Like I've been, that's funny how something haunts you and haunts you and haunts you and you keep knowing you need to do it, but you just, once again, should do it. Instead of just taking that action. So we're not going to be shooters on that. We're actually going to get after it and get it done. So yoga starts this week. Yeah, we don't want to be shooters anymore. Nope. We've shuddered all over ourselves. <laughs> all right, weather's finally broken. We're back up to 30 degree temperatures. Yay. Yeah. Um, I am going to be heading to Disney World with Mercedes, my mom, and my little sister, Katie, soon. Bart might be going to Hawaii with Sander. We don't know yet. Yeah. Don't know yet. We'll see. We'll see. We'll report back. Maybe St. George. Ooh, that'd be nice too. Yeah. I just reached out to an amazing gentleman named Daryl Eves and 
You might have some stuff. Nice. Okay, and last, the latest season of the Breakpoint docuseries has hit Netflix, and we're once again enjoying all the drama and dynamics of watching some of the world's best tennis players as they chase grand slams. And we've been talking how fascinating it is, how much mindset and focus are essential to win games. It's almost like everybody at that level's really mastered the game. They all kind of have the same skill sets by that point, you know? And the thing that seems to push it over the edge for them is whether they have the mindset or not. 100%. Like, I I did, I mean, I've seen it, but like, it is dramatically different from player to player in how they manage their minds, how they live in their own life in their minds, how they perceive the world versus somebody else in their mind. I mean, emotions, how they process emotion. Like it's, it's awesome to watch, but if you watch them hit the ball and you watch them do the things, they're very, very similar. Yeah. Right. It's crazy. And most of them have their own mindset coaches. Everybody around them is doing everything they can to keep them calm and focused and not fire them up. Like it's, it's a really big deal. Big deal. And I think we, we take it for granted. And I've said this year is going to be, a, be the biggest mental warfare year we have ever been through in history. And so for me, it is dramatically important that we don't shit all over ourselves in our mindsets and how to get our minds to an absolute peak state and try to keep them there. I actually love that you said that because um, I think one of the things that holds us back from actually doing things that are a must is limiting beliefs because it's like, yeah, I want to do that, but I don't think I can. So like we, we strive for it. We act like we can, we think we can, you know, we act like we think we can get there, but if, you know, deep down inside, we really don't, we're not going to. Yeah. And it's a, it's the thing is I think in business, most people, well, I'll take me for example, most of my high ticket clients want wealth, but wealth comes because of mindset. Yeah. And so they love it because they're able to expand so much in there, but they, you think it would be a funnel or you think it'd be this, you think it's all these things, but reality is it is honestly the ability to be in a vibration and an attraction and mindset and allowing you to let these things happen. And, and you know, obviously there's strategy too to business. Let's be clear. I'm not yeah. saying you can just woo yourself to business, but what I am trying to say is, is that most of us out there, it would be more beneficial for us to hire a mindset coach than it would be a business coach. If you're only going to work on funnels and stuff. Yeah. Because really like if you understand the tactics and strategies of business, then it probably is coming down to your mindset. Yeah. I mean, it, I, I mean, it's, it's very, it's very evident in my life. And when I started to make the biggest breakthroughs and as we started to make the most revenue was through the mind, right? We, we've been through all the things we knew how to do the, the stuff, all that kind of thing. And I think the other part that's really fascinating to me is the more you and I are energetically aligned, how even that impacts it so much further. And it's not in the newsletter, but I'm going to expand upon it just for a second. A fascinating thing to me is, is that if you take uh, network marketing, the top of network marketing companies is generally couples. If you take the top of real estate world, couples, take the top of internet marketing companies, couples, and I can keep going. It's absolutely 
mind-blowing that we don't capture onto this more, but when we're aligned with our significant others and truly aligned, and I mean intimately, I mean energetically, all those things, big things attract, big yeah, things happen. They do for sure. And it's pretty damn cool. But we, we, uh, we, we end up being a solo. And just think about a horse. If a horse is pulling by himself, go look the stats up. How far can he pull? But if a horse is pulling with another horse, go look at what they can do. Yeah, love that. And um, the thought just came to my mind too. With that, like as far as mindset goes, you know, I'm not really here to pitch, but I'm going to a little bit, I guess, because as far as our I Do Epic community goes, you know, when you're meeting with other entrepreneurs every morning, there is magic that happens. Like you see what other people are doing and what they're accomplishing and you have a full support system like cheering you on. Um, I've heard time and time again how much minds have been expanded just by seeing what other people are doing. And then also with our playbook and the core four and making sure that we're taking care of our mindset, we're taking care of our bodies, we're taking care of our relationships because all of that definitely plays into whether you can achieve what you really want to achieve or not. Well, and another thing, you know, we had a gentleman that was in our mini minds and this is a little bit side topic, but like he was in there for probably five, six months. And then he messaged me and he goes, Hey, you know, there's just not, not enough value in here for me. And I was like, okay, right. <laughs> well, that's cool. You know, like I, I get it, but you know, have you met some really cool people? What's happened for you? And then I start to figure out, you know, he had, he'd already talked to this person and that person and was trying to work his business, but he was really business focused. Not so much networking not, no, and mindset wise and things mindset. like that, you know? Okay. And then all of a sudden he got in a horrific accident and one of the people in that was in his group happens to be a doctor that solves these problems. And then all of a sudden that relationship becomes priceless, priceless overnight. You can't get into this person. You can't do all these things because he's so booked out and then overnight, but, but yet it wasn't a value At prior to that. He's been out that it's like <laughs> that, that one thing yeah. could literally save his life. Yep. Amazing. Yeah. That is amazing. All right. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. Okay. So thank you for listening to Five Shot Friday by Barton Sonny Miller. And this episode was sponsored by I Do Epic.